So you know, this episode is part of a 10-ish message series commemorating the 10-year anniversary of when I first started my business back in the spring of 2013. Each message features a lesson or a story or something worth noting, a theme worth anchoring in from that particular year. Some are more life-focused, some are more business-focused, some cover lots of time, some cover very specific moments of time, and there's absolutely crossover because time travel is a thing in this retrospective mode where hindsight's 2023. Know that I would genuinely love to hear your feedback, any insights or questions that come up as you're listening, and I'm absolutely open to requests for future episodes to go deeper on any specifics that you'd love to hear more about. Just take a screenshot and tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown as you're listening, or hit the link in the comment box in the show notes and let me know. All right, here we go. Back in 2013, as visions of online business were dancing through my head, I was clear finally, okay, I'm going to help people, specifically entrepreneurs with communication. And that was about as clear as I was. And that's very, very broad, right? And I also was working two part-time jobs at the time that I'm starting this business. So part-time park ranging and part-time facilitating courses online for University of Phoenix at the time. And I only had two daycare days with my one child at the time who was 17, 18 months old. So I had to be extremely efficient with my daycare days in order to figure out how I could actually make time for my business, right? And also hashtag naptime empires. And so I decided in order to help myself get clear, I had seen this mentioned around on the internet to host some free sessions to get an idea of what and how I could actually serve people. So I decided, I'm going to offer 10 free sessions and I want to make sure that those sessions go to people that would actually be potential clients that I would have fun working with that I I know I can actually support. So I created a survey in SurveyMonkey that was kind of a filter, like just like an application that I have now for people who would possibly want to work with me one-on-one because I do, I want to make sure it's a good fit for them and for me too. So I created this SurveyMonkey survey and I created a post that I put into this Facebook group, a couple of Facebook groups that I was in that had a bunch of entrepreneurs that I had been connecting with for a few weeks or maybe a couple of months even by that time. Not, I don't even think it had been a couple of months. And I created this very clear Nikki style post where I started with the attention getter, which is like, it's honestly probably the same stuff that's on my work with me page now. You've got the ideas, but you're struggling to find the words. What you've got feels awkward, boring, not you. And What I was looking for was people who didn't want someone, me, to do the writing for them. I wanted people who wanted to have someone in the doc. I call myself a fairy doc mother at this point. But I I knew I wanted people who wanted the partnership, the creative mutual inspiration society. I was not going to want to write for people. That to me felt like homework. So I was never a air quotes copywriter in that sense at all. I always did live sessions. So that was one of the questions in the filter survey. I also set really clear boundaries to be like, you know, I'm not going to be able to help everybody that applies, but if I'm not able to book a call with you because of timing, or if it's just not necessarily a great fit, I'd be happy to answer a question for you on my Facebook page. So I was guiding people over so that I could still be of service, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to support everyone because I only had two daycare days, you know, and after bedtimes, I did do some after bedtimes too. The thing is I had a 100% attendance rate. Now, Keep in mind, this is February, February, March, 2013. So I have nothing on the internet. I don't have a website. I don't have a podcast. 
no interviews. The only thing that the only divine breadcrumb there online would have been my video, the park ranger, you know, welcome to the USS Arizona video that I had uploaded to show my professors <laughs> at TCU. Um, it's still playing, which blows my mind. I had my like childhood best friend send me a video the other day. She's like, I have kids here on a field trip. I can't believe you're, they're still playing your video. It's 2023, you know, that's 13 years that it's been playing for millions of people a year. So it's wild. Anyway, that was probably the only video that was up of me at the time. So people didn't hear my voice except for through what I was writing. And I think that was part of why there was such a buzzy response because I was offering to help people with the writing and they were feeling like they could hear me, get to know me and such through my writing. So I think that was part of the magic of it all. So I created this post. I linked to the survey, let people know I can do 10 of these sessions, but hey, look, I have a 17 month old. So I'm also just gonna have to work around that, blah, 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 if that works for you. I had 36, if I'm remembering correctly, 36 people apply. I created a spreadsheet to track everyone. Like I'm creating the systems as I'm going. And this is what I wanna share with you is that the benefit of just doing it. It was so unlike me at the time to just dive straight in and do something and then build the plane as I was flying figuratively. But it was so effective because it was like, oh, okay, now that I have created the survey, I need to create a post. Okay, now that people are responding, I need to be able to track who's who and who I'm going to invite and blah, blah, blah. Oh, now that it's time to invite someone, I need a scheduler. Oh, now that I have run out of the five free scheduling, I have to pay. I still remember looking at my husband and being like, oh my gosh, I ran out of time trade freebies. Do I want to pay $49? You know, like I remember thinking, oh, for the annual membership for, for the time trade scheduler that I was using at the time, that was a big investment for my budding business, you know, my pre-revenue business. So I went for it. I sprung for it. And I started to book these sessions. I booked 24 of these sessions. I remember I did I want to say seven in a day was the max and they I kept them to 30 minutes because I had to because I had another one right after right after right after I was so energized it was like I was getting calories from human interaction I mean it wasn't sustainable to continue that although I kind of did for like that whole summer I served 100 people actual paying clients that summer but in these free sessions it was just so invigorating I could see the patterns instantly from the first five people that I talked to. It was so clear because in this application, I'm like, I could help you with what you're saying on social media. If you're nervous about public speaking, if you don't know what to say in conversations or you feel awkward being yourself, how do you show up in writing? I had this list of things that people could potentially work on. And it was the same pattern over and over. It was like people were stumbly bumbly about writing about themselves, specifically the about pagey kind of stuff. And this is how the about page recipe was born because that was in the free sessions in the paid sessions so many people were uncomfortable talking about themselves and what they did and the value that they served and that ended up being my favorite thing was to hold up the mirror which is what I do for my clients now too in just a more expanded way that integrates all the different life pieces not just whatever your service offering is within your business but that was my favorite part was being able to be like okay so tell me what do you do who do you serve? What do you love about it? What's unique about what you bring to the table, you know, and just unpacking all those pieces and helping sort through them and packaging them in a way that feels so true. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so good. I'm like, no, you said this, you know, it was so, it was like such a beautiful mutual inspiration society. And so what I did, okay, I had the survey. I posted about it. I shared about it, invited people, had 36 
I responded to everyone and offered to answer the question on the Facebook page if I wasn't going to do a session with them. The ones I was going to do a session with, I basically, I sent an email that was very clear of here's what to expect before, during, and after. And I still use that if I'm working with clients in a short-term capacity. It's like, here's what you can expect before, during, and after. And what I, I included, which is really important, is a mention that I was going to be asking them for feedback after the session. So I wanted them to know upfront so they could opt out if they're like, ma. You said this was free. I don't want to have to do anything. You know, I just want to show up and receive. I don't want to share feedback. Then they could opt out. No one did. Of course, no one did. Uh, but I wanted to let them know. And I was using Jenny She, S-H-I-H, had a blog post at the time. It might still be online called Killer Testimonials. And she had eight questions to ask people to get feedback. That's also beneficial for you improving for them. But also that could become a testimonial because people would freak out at the thought of writing a testimonial. That feels like a big task. But if it's just eight questions about your experience and who this might be great for, then they're actually writing it without even realizing that it's a great testimonial. And then you repackage it, pass it back to them to say, hey, Nikki, here's this. I'd love to use your feedback to share. Is that okay with you? If so, any changes you want to make, you know, always making sure you have full consent. Um, but that was huge. That was so huge. And I'm sharing that because this whole idea around free sessions and you're giving so much away, it's like, Seriously, if you do them well, you are getting, like strategically, you are getting so much value, even if it's not in dollars. In dollars, it's just one form of currency. Value comes in so many forms. And for me, in 2013, the value I was getting from these free sessions, one, like I said, it's the IP development and the curriculum development, basically, it's like I could clearly see this is what people were struggling with. I could talk to so many people that I started to see the patterns, but I also was developing confidence cooties. I mean, shout out to Deb if you're listening to this, but Deb was my very first call. And at the end of it, she's like, okay, so how do I pay you? You know, from the very first free session, she was saying, how do I pay you? And I was like, oh, that's a great question. Let me figure that out. You know, and then I created my first one-on-one -on -one PayPal link or whatever that then I ended up selling again. I, I could, that'll have to be another story. This one is just focusing on the free sessions, but I got so much value from these calls. I got confidence cooties. I got clarity. I developed systems because I had to, because things were actually happening. I needed to email the people. I needed to track the people. I needed to schedule the calls with the people. And then after I had the calls with the people, I sent a follow-up email that was Here's a summary of what we talked about. Here are my recommended next steps. Here are those feedback questions that I mentioned before. I would so appreciate your feedback. And then as a bonus, here's a helpful PDF of resources that I think you might find helpful. And I got so many, I want to say at least 16 or 17 out of the 24 actually sent testimonials. And then I was able to use those testimonials to attract actual paying clients and attract paying clients I did. I will link to episode one of the Naptime Empires podcast, where I share more on my story. And I can link to my whole Spotify playlist of all kinds of interviews that I've done. And then of course, in the comment box, let me know any other questions that you have that I may not have answered before about what happened next when I ended up working with over 160 different people in my first eight months of business. But I want to share all this to say, and priceless is my theme for 2013, because I, I want to just remove the stigma around doing free sessions. If it's something that you feel genuinely inspired to do, then trust that. Go for it. And 
keep in mind that it pays to have a strategy in place to help people feel very clear on what to expect. I had a 100% attendance rate. Every single person showed up. They didn't know me from Adam besides a few interactions you know, that we were having online in these Facebook groups because I was taking it seriously. It was free, but I was taking it seriously as if it were a paid session. And it was in a way manifesting my way to having a whole summer full of paid sessions lined up. And like I said, they got so much value, obviously, that's hence the testimonials. And I got so much value because I was literally creating structure for my business that was going to carry me through for that whole first year as I was doing one-on-ones, which really was, again, like the first eight months because then I shut it down to create a course about copy. But that's a 2014 story that I'll get to in the next episode of this series. But in the meantime, I wanted to close with this thought from back at my Pearl Harbor park ranging days, because sometimes I would be stationed at the theater. Sometimes I'd be out on the memorial. Sometimes I was working behind the scenes on the laptop, coordinating school visits, working on the junior ranger program, website, social media, etc. But one of my favorite places to be stationed was at the front desk where I could stand there and the whole world comes to you. And people would walk up and, you know, who knows how far they've come or how how long they've been waiting for this trip. And they would walk up to the front desk and they'd pull out their wallets and have $100, $20, whatever, ready to go. And then we would say, actually, there's no charge. I said, there's no charge. I didn't want to say, it's free. Don't worry about it. I wanted to really preserve the sacredness of the opportunity to visit this special place. And so I'm like, I like to think of it as priceless. You know, and they'd be like, oh, and man, I wish I could have said, but you can put your money over there in that donation box. But as a federal employee, I wasn't allowed to say that. That was the job of our nonprofit arm partner, Pacific Historic Parks. But I was like, I I don't think of it as air quotes free, right? Also, there's that economics principle. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free ticket. There's no such thing as a free session. It's all about energetic, fair exchange. I feel like that with with pricing everything at this point. And as long as you can zoom out and realize that dollars, they're just one form of currency. It's just one stand-in to say, here's a form of value. There's so many other forms of value. And for me, with these air quotes, free sessions, these 24 free sessions, if you had one of them, I, and you're listening to this send me a note because I would love to follow up and hear how you're doing. I'm still in touch because some, many of them became paying clients, you know, and students over the years and friends. Um, But they were priceless to me. I mean, that changed everything. I was creating systems. I was building confidence. I was building momentum. I was getting feedback and there's nothing like the power of a mutual inspiration society. And that will be a theme I talk about a lot in this series because it's a huge theme in my business and in my life. But in the meantime, that's the scoop. The theme for 2013, the story that I was choosing to zoom in on was these free sessions that changed the game and changed my life. All right. I hope that serves. Let me know any other questions. Hit the link in the comment box and I will catch you back here with 2014 Laptop Bliss. Okay. Technically, that was the end of the episode. But since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me. And two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers. And I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi. My name is Nikki Elledge-Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. 
You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.